Hi, welcome to The School Run. I'm Jane. And I'm Liv. And we are going to share with you the best conversations we have on our school run. We will invite guests and debate topics that affect and resonate with every generation. We all remember our own school run. So maybe have a think about yours. What do you remember? Welcome to another episode of the School Run Podcast. My name's Jane and I'm joined by my 16-year-old daughter, Liv. We are the co-hosts of the School Run Podcast and we started this in early 2023. For those of you that haven't listened before, we truly believe that every day is a school day and we started the School Run Podcast because we had a very long school run journey to school. Liv went to school an hour and a half away from where we lived. We had lots of chats, lots of debates and now we welcome guests along with us to have further conversations full of wisdom and hopefully pass on some nuggets of advice and things that might help you in your life because we're always learning every single day aren't we Liv? Hi guys we're back again your favourite people to listen to every week. (laughs) It's an episode with just me and you today. I know it's chill I'm sat in my pyjamas I know you are and we actually actually your pyjamas actually my pyjamas they look very nice on you though I have to say lots of hearts on them I'm sure that'll bring I'm you spreading the joy. love spreading the love spreading the love it's our episode this week we've kind of it's every fourth episode we tend to what to do one do you know what it's just a bit mixed isn't it we just we just we never know when it's gonna be us two or not it's just a bit bit funky well you think it's that but I know that it's every fourth episode Oh yeah, well I I just go with the flow really. Totally go with the flow. Um, Talking about going with the flow, we've had some really good guests over the last few weeks on the podcast, both that people have heard and ones that we've got in the schedule are still to come out, haven't we? Yes, we have. Go and listen to them. They're obviously in the previous three episodes, seen as we it's us guys every fourth. We interviewed Penny Haslam, BBC broadcaster, at her house, which was a gorgeous episode, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. With Penny. Um, Laura Massaro. (laughs) We <laughs> you loved that world number one um, squash player and James Cruen um, station manager is that the right title for him I don't know don't want to get shouted at um, for the fire service so we've had a really interesting few weeks of chats but on to what we're up to today look this is going out on Monday yeah this is like the latest we ever record an episode really because we have to get it to the editor quickly um 28th of august this episode will be going out we're recording it a few days before so why don't we talk about the news that happened yesterday guys it was results day now yeah i feel like everyone here who like listens regularly or whatever i feel like it's been on the journey with me through my gcses we started this podcast just before like GCSE started in February so I feel like you guys have been along the journey with me so yes it was literally my last day ever going to high school yesterday results day (gasps) but yeah it was big wasn't it so we got you got up super early can I just say something for the past week I don't know why I've been involved very physically and just mentally like exhausted like I can't tell you how much I've slept and how little energy I've had I just want to put that out there because I feel like people hear me as being like a very bubbly person this week I've been so so exhausted and I just I just don't know what it is anyway that's not the point I um 
But I think because I'm doing so much like training and so much running and so much going to the gym, and I've not done this much training and since I've played high level netball, so I think I keep going to bed and waking up at two o'clock like really hungry. So yesterday. I, uh, which was results day, by the way, obviously you guys are listening to this on Monday, but we're recording this on Friday. Um, I was up at 3am because I just, I was, I woke up really hungry. So I went downstairs to get some uh, Greek yogurt and dark chocolate, which sounds a bit random, but it's actually really good. And then I came back upstairs, I ate it and then I tried to go back to sleep. But I was so excited, I just couldn't stop smiling. What were you excited about? Oh, well, first of all, we decided the day before results day, me and my stepdad, Anne, if you've not listened to that episode, it's, I don't know, episode six or something, with the one about the step family. Um, we decided to completely redecorate my room and we had a big party the next day and people staying over, so mum wasn't happy about that at all. But the whole we- of the upstairs was upside down. I took a little video and put it on our family group. I'm sure everyone's got family whatsapp or friends whatsapp groups and i put the video on of what my upstairs looked like and it was completely chaotic i cannot believe that you and aunt decided it was a great idea to decorate your bedroom the day before your gcse but it was he shook me on it so we had to do it my stuff was everywhere and my room uh, was like a baby blue color and i decided to paint it white so we painted everything white and then rearranged my room to how I wanted it to be before like, I get all the furniture. Um, so I, I was half awake smiling <laughs> at my new room because I loved it so much. Okay. I kept just sitting up and looking at it thinking, my room is so pretty now. Um, but mostly I was like, oh my gosh, I was like nervous and excited for results day. And I, I, co- I didn't fall asleep then, so I, I was up from 3am and I didn't go to bed that day until 11pm because um, I woke up at like 6 and had a shower and got ready and then we set off at 7 straight to school and I got there at 8 o'clock. Your dad was there wasn't he as well to meet us which was really nice. and he was on time. Very not like my dad but he was earlier than us. He was. Um, And I went inside and I got my results and I may as well just read them out because I feel like you guys have been on the journey with us and I feel like you deserve to hear them. Can we focus on the fact that I really wanted you to just enjoy the process you know get enough just to get to the next stage it's just a it's just a stepping stone to the next stage it's just opening the next door to college that's all you needed you just needed to pass you just needed to get sixes to do the A-level yeah I know but you can see you can see that and yeah half of me does believe that but then again for me I worked so and everyone knows I worked so incredibly hard for it and Yes, I, I'm proud. I'm proud of myself anyway. Even if you know my grades were like absolutely, absolutely horrible, I was really proud of myself. However, I, as much as you would have said that to me, still in my mind, I wanted the grades to show how hard I'd worked because I had worked so hard, and I just wanted that final bit of, oh my gosh, it paid off. I feel like everyone knows validation. I feel like everyone knows what that's like when you work really, really hard for something. You just, you just want that that piece of evidence really just to say look that's how hard I worked it's interesting because that's how I approach little voices because I have you know children are coming to lessons every single week in drama and singing and you can send your children to drama and singing lessons but for me I always wanted the lambda accreditation for the children for them to take that assessment for them to get that validation and that 
show something really specific for the hard work that people had put in. So I understand where you're coming from on that because it's important to me, I suppose, in my everyday life. Yeah, so, and and I'm very of the belief that nothing is given to you in your life and you have to work hard for it. And I, I mean, that's just how I go about my daily life as well. I never expect anything to be given to me I work hard in even if it's something that I don't like doing I work hard in everything that I do because you know I know what it what it does for you and that's just me if you you could describe me in a word I think a lot of people would say a hard worker because that's just who I am but um yeah and I'm not and that maybe sound boasty to some people but I just know that in myself I wouldn't say it if I didn't work hard but like I know that I really, really do. So what happened? So I walked in and I got my results, right? Let me... All really, the one, I was like, if I don't get a nine in PE, I, I will cry my eyes out. But I got a nine in PE, guys. I did it. Um, old money, for people that don't know the numbers. A nine is an A star star. So that's, that's the highest you can get, a nine. Um, so I got that in PE, which, oh my gosh. If you actually go back to the first episode, my mum asked me who's like... A, a personal mentor that's inspired you and it my PE teacher Mr Hutchinson who gets another shout out on here gets a shout out like every few episodes was oh, by far like my the one person who's like inspired me and just honestly I owe everything to him I'm so grateful for him like he literally got me through the hardest time and I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him so it honestly me getting a nine in P was much more than getting a nine in P like it was a, it meant a lot more to me and I'll, as soon as I opened that's the first subject I looked for and when I saw it I was like I am so so happy anyway so a nine in P um I got an eight which is an A star um in chemistry biology maths art religious studies English literature and food uh, and prep- food and nutrition. Um, I got a seven, which is an A in Spanish. And then I got two sixes, which are Bs in physics and English language. And you know what? When I actually, my mum said this, but when you actually look at it, and it's so weird to think that my, my worst two grades were actually also my least favorite teachers I'm not blaming it on the teachers at all but it was just interesting to see that actually we had five physics teachers in two years and I hate excuses and I would never say it's because of the teacher I'm neither very good at physics either I taught myself physics um and English language English isn't my strongest subject and I accept that as well and I English language is also about the timing and I was I'm really bad at timing in the exam and I didn't answer four of the questions so I wasn't expecting a high grade either but I was hang on a minute though like let's get this into perspective why you keep saying that to me because bees are amazing yeah they are C's are amazing like you were just conditioned where you were and surrounded by people that are all high achievers that I mean you were even told at one point like anything less than a seven is a fail. Yeah, I know, but like that's not reality. But yes, I know that. But but what I'm saying is, like, yes, I am in a grammar school. There, there are very like specific sometimes stereotypes of you who you go like when you go to a grammar school. What people think you are, they think that you're rich, posh, and extremely intelligent. So 
Yes, living in, like, not living, but being in that environment, you are only surrounded by people who are getting A star stars and A stars, like, and, and A's, really. Um, the majority of people in that school, that's what they get, um, because they're, they are that intelligent. So, yes, looking into the wider world, they are extremely good scores, but when you're just in that environment, it's really good. You know, sometimes it's really good. It pushes you to work really hard and it really, really stretches you. It can also be really, really awful because you feel like you've failed if you've got an A when actually, you, compared to the rest of the country, it's amazing. But I, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for... I mean, let's be honest, I'm the opposite of that stereotype. Posh, have we heard my northern accent, everybody? <laughs> um, but I was really, really happy with them. And I'm going to keep going on about P. And I was really proud. Mum like, cried about 10 times. Everybody that you rang to tell them your results, I cried because they were crying. Because it wasn't for me about what the grade was. It was the fact that you'd... She's crying again, guys turned so much around like in such a short relatively short space of time nobody could do that for you you did that yourself yes you had support but you know you did that you made that happen and that's what I was proud about I was proud about your hard work and your resilience and I put a a post on my she put a post on about me I hate my picture being taken (laughs) but I put it on and it was about that results don't define you and I truly believe that they don't define you um, and actually, I was. We were having a party yesterday, and people said, "Why are you having a party when you don't even know what the results are?" Well, first of all, you've never had a party. Can we just say that? <laughs> yes, you've had I haven't. Family gatherings and meals for your birthdays and things, but never a party all about never you. Not even when you were a little child, really. We didn't have parties necessarily. And I neither went to prom either. So you never didn't go had to that. prom. You didn't have the prom dress, the makeup, the cars. The it's not really me, guys. As we can tell, I'm, I'm sat here doing this podcast in my pajamas, the nails and the hair. And you know, we had the holiday bit of a disaster. So after the holiday disaster, I said to you, "Look, why don't we have a celebration?" On the day that you get your results, let's mark that occasion for your hard work and resilience, not <laughs> the results you actually get. But actually, it was double whammy yesterday because the results were mind-blowing. To say that, you know, a year ago... I failed all of them. We went back, didn't we? We looked at your previous... We looked at my predicted grades and it was literally, we went down the list, it was like four, three, three, two, one. U476 or something like that. It was ridiculous (laughs) in comparison. And what you've done is beyond anything. It's insane. My gracias, mamma. Anyway, um, yesterday was very, very fun. We had a massive, massive party. Um, We created the guest list. You chose who you wanted on the guest list. And it was people that you felt had been there for you over the whole of the last two years. Yeah, I I just think like... Obviously, I invited a lot of my family. I didn't invite any of my friends who also got their results. So I thought they'll probably be doing their own thing. I mean, I have a massive family, but I, I invited my family. I invited like some some of your friends who I obviously class as my friends. Um, and my American friend and her sister and her mum that I met at college. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. We had a pizza van. I, I, I got to make a pizza with um, the guy who has the pizza van. He's actually like Italian. So... He showed me how to, and I did the little flippy, would you know when you flip the pizza dough in your hand? I did that as well and put it in like the big pizza oven thing. And then obviously there was um, ice cream. And that, do you know what I 
asked him, you said, right, he was only giving people out single corn. So if you know what I mean, like a single Mr. Whippy corn. Okay, but, the ice cream pancake. Yeah, yeah, but on the, onto our drive. And he was doing single corns. And do you know using an ice cream van, you can get like the double one where it's like attached, the two corns like attached together. So I was like, um, excuse me, but do you do you do doubles? He was like, oh no, you've only paid like for singles. I was like, why has mum only paid for singles? So I was like, so can I like get two at like two ice creams and he was like yeah yeah you can do that <laughs> so you would probably thought geez I'd had already had three pizzas plus two ice creams um, and I was very very full afterwards I mean the pizzas were so insane good. they were, it were so good everybody absolutely loved it and although we've had a really rainy summer I mean the summer has been not nice weather but and it rained all yesterday morning and I was thinking oh please 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 I want everyone in the garden and the sun came out it was like awesome two o'clock until nine o'clock we were outside weren't we bouncy castle oh yeah, bouncy castle and your cake yeah I had a cake as well and I'm not even hardly eating any of it either um, but yeah it was really really good and I don't really have anything else, to, have anything else to say on it. Well, I'm really, really pleased. So what else has happened this summer? What have we got to I've look got, forward to? Um, I've been bridesmaid shopping today. So my auntie Hannah is getting married next year on the 4th of May, which is... Actually, what has helped you with bridesmaid shopping? That Something that you had at the earlier part uh, of this year? Uh, Colour Me Beautiful. Go and listen to that episode. Episode 19, Your Style Matters. Changed my life completely. We've been bridesmaid shopping. So like I said, my auntie's getting married. Your sister, mum. Your younger sister um, next May on the 4th which is actually my great grand well uh, your grandma my great grandma's birthday who isn't here anymore but it was lovely that she had it on that day um, and there's just me as a bridesmaid and then Eleanor who is the maid of honour and we've been bridesmaids I've never been a bridesmaid before you and have you've been bridesmaid for your uncle I thought it was a flower girl oh yeah it's flower girl sorry. so I've never been a bridesmaid before and my things I don't really like shopping right because I, f- I get very self-conscious when I'm shopping I just don't like it but the first time we actually went shopping we we took you, Grandma, my Auntie Claire, my Auntie Hannah, and then Eleanor, the maid of honour. And it was, I honestly had a really good time, even though you guys are all really, really opinionated. <laughs> and it got a bit heated, guys, it got a bit heated. If you've ever watched that um, show, Say Yes to the Dress, and like the family comes along and they all have different opinions, that's basically what the experience was like. <laughs> um, very, a lot of strong, independent, opinionated women were um, on that day. So me and Eleanor just decided to sit back and let you guys all um, chat it out. But I love bridesmaid dresses. They're, they're really lovely, like, they're quite, they're like, comfortable as well so um yeah and today we've said yes to the bridesmaid dress so that's also been watch this, a celebration it's incredible Joe, watch this space is actually my yearbook quote for the yearbook at the end of school they said come on come up with a quote and i just didn't know what to put i wanted to put a lyric from a song and i just decided to put watch this space and, I was, yeah. and that was actually my yearbook quote but people are gonna think that's cringy but seriously like, like watch this space oh. <laughs> Hi everyone, we hope you're enjoying this episode so far. 
We're just cutting in to say, if you're enjoying our podcast, please click the follow button on whichever platform you're listening on. And please leave us a review. We'd be so grateful for your support and feedback. Podcasts are free to listen to, but if you are loving our school-run chats and debates, please consider buying us a virtual coffee. The link will be in the description of every podcast episode, and it will also be in the bio of our Instagram, which is at the school run underscore official. And why not give it a follow while you're there? So you can see all the updates and get sneak peeks at upcoming episodes. Thank you so much and happy listening. We've done some fun things this summer. We've done, and it's hard, isn't it, when it's a big, long summer holiday, especially the GCSE ones, and you were so excited for the summer. We're sort of coming to the end of it now. Has it lived up to your expectations? I think so. I think everyone expects this summer, you know, the one summer where it's like you don't have to do anything. I think you build up a lot of big expectations in your head, and I feel like you, you obviously you're going to naturally do that anyway because you think, oh, my gosh, I don't have to think about anything. But really... um. I wish I hadn't had those expectations because you kind of, especially for me as well, like obviously my friends from high school live so far away and I've met two friends from college, which is lovely, and I've actually seen them quite a lot. But, I ju- yeah, I just, it has, it's been amazing. It has been amazing. And it's at, usually I think the end of the holiday starts to drag and I just want to start, and I've actually not felt like that yet. Um, probably because I'm too busy wanting to get my bedroom decorated before um, I start college. But I've, I've, I have really enjoyed it. Actually, you've had a lot. You've had a lot of stuff going on. We've you've been to the dancing lessons with me and Aunt. Yes, dancing. If anyone didn't know, I used to be a, a ballroom dancer and I danced in Blackpool Tower. I didn't like it because back then I was a tomboy complete tomboy you wouldn't and I had to wear a pink dress and fake tan I look like an umpa so much makeup and every time right this sounds bad but I always wished that my team like our formation team wouldn't get to the next round so that I could take my makeup off and as soon as I heard them say that we didn't like get through I'd get the baby wipes out and I'd be like right it's coming off now <laughs> I absolutely hated it but you haven't learned you lost your technique and you come along to dance lessons with us and we've had a and really Jason. good and with Jason at um, Inspired to Dance, and we've had a really good good time. Quite a few lessons in that. Guys, I still know how to cha cha. You sure do. <laughs> uh, we went on Radio Leyland. Whoever knew Leyland had a radio station? I didn't. <laughs> what was that experience like? It was. It was. It was cute, actually. Obviously, we've been on Radio Lancashire, completely different experience. Obviously, it's just like a little local radio station, but it was nice being able to talk like obviously talk to the lo- the local people <laughs> um it was yeah I-, I enjoyed it and they did actually reach out and say would you like to come on as regular presenters i was like oh my gosh i don't have time to do that <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm struggling to fit my podcast in i think i know yeah um first aid you delivered on doing your first aid training Yes, uh, I feel like we're just ticking the... You've brought some notes here about what we need to talk about. And I said, Mum, we don't have to talk about everything. It's going to sound like we're uh, ticking off a list and that's what it sounds like. Okay. But anyway, I'm just gonna go, let's just go a bit slower. Look, we've only been recording for 21 minutes and 30 seconds. So we've got another 20 minutes left yet. And you, you nearly finished the list of things we have to talk about. <laughs> this is why I like being a chill podcast. Anyway, um, yes, I did a first aid course and it was like for younger children, like, 
to like, help younger children, like babies and toddlers and stuff like that, which is important for me. I think I said this. Next year, I'm going on a massive holiday in August with my, my whole dad's family. I think it's like 52 people that are going, and I'm the eldest of 19 grandchildren. So I thought, hey, it's a good skill to have in case one of them just chokes or something. It was very good experience. It was... It was I feel like there's a lot of information to take in in like the two hours that it was. So I was a bit overwhelmed. So I think I'd have to do it again to like make sure everything sinks in and everything. So yeah, but it was really good and, and I think very, very necessary as well. I think everyone should do one because yeah, there is a lot of information to take in. You need to keep your skills updated. But and, it, and it's even scary when it's like a child. Like I love children. I, on, I do. I honestly do love children and because I, maybe that's because I have so many cousins and I, I spend all my time with my cousins and if anything was to happen, I would absolutely be devastated, especially if I was there and I couldn't even save them or help them. So, yeah, it was very important for me uh, to do that. And I think maybe it's a reminder to people in this episode that are listening, if they haven't done a first aid course or if their first aid course has lapsed, mm. that it would be a good idea to... um like do it but even like this this one which is called Daisy First Aid like that we interviewed Jenny Dunman who started that first aid company we did but I think it's important for that one because that's specific to children and like certain things obviously CPR on an adult and stuff it's different to CPR on a child and it's also different for CPR on a baby as well so I think that's also important to do that one and I asked um, because you obviously did it with Uncle Mark Auntie Hannah um and a few of their friends round at their mm. house because I'd bought Uncle Mark that voucher for his birthday. I'm not sure he was too impressed with that as a birthday. No, because he, but he actually does. Even when Alfie like just accidentally falls over, like he's literally like, "Oh my gosh, Alfie, are you okay?" Like he's like, <laughs> like that. But so he now he knows present. what to do. But um, it's it's interesting because. I heard from Auntie Hannah that you don't do the rescue breaths anymore when you do CPR, do you, post-COVID? You won't know this, but you used to do two breaths. Yeah, I know, and then 30 compressions, don't you worry. I, I was listening in that session, I had good ears. But now you don't have to do the two not, breaths, do you not, they were saying, covid They were saying something about how after... Because people... There was two stats you came out with. One was that... Um, if it's your family, then yes, do it. However, if it's obviously someone on the street, you don't have to because apparently, obviously, in COVID, you weren't allowed to do, like, the breaths. And they came out with a report saying how there was no evidence to show that less, like, more people died during COVID from not doing breaths. But also the other thing was is she came up with some ridiculous percentage of the amount of people, the amount of women that die because men don't want to do, like, join public, don't want to do compressions and be, like, accused of, like, like touching or things like that. Mm. And the amount of like women that die because men obviously don't want to be seen as that um, and they just walk past. And it was a ridiculous percentage. And I was like, obviously, I understand that point of coming from because obviously that's also a big topic. And everyone now is like skepti- skeptical and, and everything. But then again, someone's dying. So 
you know. Yeah, but I understand it. both both sides of the story. But so you'd recommend the course? It was a good snapshot. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you want to do another one to sort yeah. of reiterate the knowledge. I think everyone feels like that. I think the first time you ever do a first aid course, so much stuff, so much stuff to take in. Yeah, and and it's such a you feel like a sense of huge responsibility. Yeah. And what if I was in this situation? But actually, the more courses you do and you renew, um, the, the better. I suppose the more comfortable you feel. And I, I would hope it's a bit like, I don't know, driving a car. I mean, we drive cars every day, so you're practicing your skills every day. Yeah, that's right? the difference. Like, you don't, you're not doing CPR on someone. It's like when you do a skill, if you practice it over and over and over again, you're obviously going to know it off by heart. But we're not doing CPR on people every day. So, like, stuff like that. It's obviously much harder to remember, but I do have an aunt at home who's obviously a fireman, um, and I, hey, I can practice on him. I'm sure I'll be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great day, um, social media personal branding day, didn't we? Oh, that was like, honestly, my head blew. My head, my brain actually Why blew Why did up. your brain blow? I really have some serious, like, what? what's my word? Um... Some, oh, like, what's the word? What are you trying to say? Give me some context and I'll try. Like, when they, like, like, appreciate someone's, like... Appreciate someone's amount of knowledge that they have. No, not that. All right, you just keep talking about something while I just think of this word. So we met up with a lady um, called Amy and we met with her about our personal brands the podcast, um, our personal social media channels, but also the link um, to Little Voices and what Olivia wants to go on and achieve. And there is so much you've got to think about. I mean, creating these strategies is insane. I feel like I've used that word a lot in the last few days. Um, but she taught us so many tips and tricks and gave us a whole document. Right, I've, not thought, I've, right, I've not thought of the word, but it's like, do when you, you think... When you, you, you know, like you think a job was like easy, but then you realize that it's not. And then you have like more appreciation for those people and how much work they actually do. I mean, guys, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I'm really not a social media person at all. I, I say this all the time. I'm just not really. But, um, sometimes you have to play the game of life and that's where everyone is. And because I just want to help people, you have to go where all the people are. And so social media is where all the people are. So I am on TikTok. I have a personal one. And then we also have a school on podcast one. And on the school on podcast one, each Monday, I do like a video and we like discuss and debate topics on like, topics that are current controversial like fun to talk about and it's like open up to the comment section and you can like put in your ideas because it's very clear nowadays that people don't know how to debate properly because first everyone gets offended by everything and second people just talk they don't actually listen and try and be open-minded to try and see it from other people's um like views like when we went to that event and that guy said they're actually taking these debating like subjects that have like a debate element in them out of the curriculum for example like religious studies and all that because p apparently people are getting too offended and I think that is so ridiculous because if you don't know how to like debate or have like a, a well-constructed argument or have a good discussion where both of both parties can listen but also speak their opinions i'm not saying you have to agree with their opinion you may completely disagree with it but respect that they can have that opinion and 
the fact that they're taking that out of the curriculum now, I think is crazy because now like, it doesn't make sense to me. You can't have, you feel like you have to be careful around everything that you say. And there's certain topics that I'm very passionate about, which I I know if I had a debate with someone, I do respect their other, and I, I respect the fact that they are allowed an opinion and I'll listen to it. I will try and see it from their perspective and, and put myself you, in their shoes sometimes you learn something from listening to someone else's opinion yeah it might they might bring something up that you haven't even thought, thought about before, or you didn't you were ignorant to or you didn't know often unless you've been through something or experienced it yourself to have an opinion on something isn't necessarily i mean it's 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 fine to have that opinion but someone else might have been through that situation so have a completely different perspective and you can learn from that yeah so you've got two ears and one mouth i always say that so listen more than you speak yeah so that that's why i'm making these videos i am wanting to do like get to be able to do one every single day because like i was saying before the social media thing and all these strategies and this thing about working out hashtags and all that i understand that people search you up on social media and if they're gonna like for example listen to our podcast and they look at our instagram currently our instagram's crap it looks absolutely sorry you just swore i don't think that's technically a swear word but it's shocking it looks really bad i think you know you you give it we started this as our little thing like a time capsule of our conversations you then said let's get an instagram so we got on instagram like you know, let's just walk before we can run. Yeah, but I do run before I sprint before I can crawl. That's my like thing. Oh, <laughs> but I, and I understand people, like I said, search you up and they look at your profile and then they they would probably see if they wanted to listen to us or not. Probably based on that, because let's be honest, you make an opinion in the first two seconds that you meet somebody um, or like see them or whatever. So, but for me, spending my time creating those posts and the hashtags and everything i don't want to do that because it doesn't i feel like i've got a black hole in me and it's filled by helping people directly so i know doing the tiktok videos and i can post them every single day and people listen to them and it can help them there and then or give them something to think about there and then I feel like I'm direct helping people directly. And when I get the comments of people saying, I'm so glad you made this video, like I, I totally agree with you and um, you make, you're making me feel less alone and all that sort of stuff, it makes me really happy that I'm able to do that. And let's be honest, you've got like 50 followers on our TikTok podcast page, but our videos have got like a thousand views each. And actually, that's a lie. Only one of them got a thousand five hundred views. I'm playing as a little You've bit. Only just I've only done. It. I've only started doing three videos, but that's what I mean. I kind of realise I often say yes to everything because I like to please people. But really, I stepped back and I thought, what really do I? Want? It might sound selfish, but I'm not really a selfish person. I do just say yes to what other people think to make them happy. So I've had to step back and think, what actually do I want? to do and what job do I uh, like want to have in the role of like this podcast because I like that really that helping people straight away so really you, you, your goal is to do more speaking to help more people and to run the TikTok 
That's well, yeah, but the social media that isn't just putting out posts repetitively for an aesthetic meaning. I want posts that are like real, authentic, and are going to help people. So. Uh, that's why I said to you, I said, I was really nervous to say it, but I wrote it in my diary and I thought it's in my diary, so I have to do it. So I had a conversation about how I didn't want to do the, because ins- at first I said, I want to do the Instagram social media. I want to be able to learn how to do it and everything. But let's finish. You make time for things you want to do. And I just kept putting it off because I didn't want to do it. So I said to you, Mom, I don't and want I think you learned about from that strategy day that we did the enormity of the thought process that goes into it and the planning. And as we've said, you're not, you don't want to plan. I don't plan. And, and actually, this is just our little thing. Like, if you decide in a couple of months you want to stop this entire podcast. Journey, I won't be doing that, we guys. Would, we, we could do that. You know, there's no, there's no pressure. We've got, you know, there's an amazing future with the podcast. We never realised it was going to be as successful as it has been. I mean, to be in the top 1% of podcasts is fairly crazy. Yeah. Let's be honest, another shout back to um, my PE teacher, Mr. Hutchinson. Do you know what? I think you need to um, tell him that he got lots of shout outs on this. Um, maybe I'll email him. So <laughs> listen to it? this one because oh, he got another shout out. No, but what he said to me, I walked into his office and when he asked me to come back to school to do the speech, he was like, I know, Liv, you like, you know, semi famous. No, like, I don't think I'm semi famous at all. <laughs> It's very funny. Um, we've had a, just changing the topic about the summer and the things that we've done. We've had some lovely games days. Does anyone else really like board games? Like, I'm such a board games person. I love it when it's like pouring down outside and it's and it's really cold and you don't want to go outside and all day you're just inside. You got a big group of people and you're just playing board games. Like no. I don't know, food, snacks, hot chocolates, coffee, and you sat there like a big game of Monopoly or loads of board games, quizzes, stuff like that. I played Cluedo. Cluedo. Just like a full games day, that is my kind of thing. Actually, good point for people uh, thinking about games for Christmas Day coming up. I know we've got a few weeks to go till Christmas comes and starts feeding. Oh, Christmas is soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But. Guess the intro game is amazing. Guess the in- it is an awesome game. So if you're any into like your, so what what it is, I'll explain it very you're briefly. Into music, music. I'll explain it briefly. There's basically um, 60s and 70s, 80s and 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and then um, like f- short. Um, like theme tunes for shows like Friends, I'll be there for you, that one. And what it does is you're in teams and each one has a QR code on it. So you get your phone, you scan it and it'll take you to YouTube and you play the first 10. So if you pick, if you land on like 60s, then you scan it and the other team get the first 10 seconds of the song and you have to guess the song and the artist. And it's a really good, isn't it? It's really fun. It, it's yeah. an awesome We've game. We've had a lovely few games days with friends, which has been really nice. We've had quite a few, we've had quite a few dinners. So we had, um, it was a charity that I was As you can tell, in. I wonder if people can tell that we're checking off, a, well, you're checking off a list of what we need to talk well, about. Well, you know that. I'm just spinning the conversation in terms of, this is like our catch-up week. This is, us sharing what we've done in the summer, the things that we've I don't think people like this week. I think they're sick of me talking. (laughs) (laughs) Can I wait? Can I say something? Yesterday at my GCSE party, my my mum brought out the cake and then everyone started shouting, speech, speech, speech. And what I did is I said, 
Um, I just want to say thank you everyone for coming and I said it seven times because I didn't know what else to say and everyone was like but Liv you you chat all the time you have a podcast and I said yeah but I'm used to like speaking to a microphone not to like some people <laughs> um, and I was like it's the worst speech I've ever done in, in my life I just said oh yeah and thank you for coming and then I would stand there in awkward silence and then Oh, yeah, and thank you for coming. It was really awful. I think you were a little bit overwhelmed with all those people being there just for you. I think that's what it was, maybe. Can we can we say the irony of the fact that I was nervous speaking in front of my family, but I managed to speak in front of a sports hall of 300 people? Yeah, <laughs> crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, but, yeah, we had... Um, maybe touch on this in another episode but I was a trustee of a charity called Sophie Silver Lining Fund for many years they funded me through my master's degree um, in it's, opera it was a fun, it's a phenomenal charity they support financially challenged um, artists going through drama or singing performing courses and um, the founders of that charity Cherry and Stephen Large have become really good friends of mine, of ours as a family. And they came up for a lovely chicken roast dinner the other evening. They drove oh, up, didn't they? Um, several hours to come and see us and stayed over. And it was absolutely lovely to see them. Like the connection I have with those two wonderful people is amazing. Um, the charity is celebrating 25 years in September. Aww. So we're all going down. Um, to an amazing venue to celebrate the charity being 25 years. I mean, it's just, it's a phenomenal story. I was, in those days when I was at college, there was no Google. So Were you a party animal? Yeah, massive party <laughs> animal. Why did you have to go down that route? I don't know, I just but, wanted to ask a question. <laughs> but I was struggling to pay my final year fees. Um, lots had happened to my family and I needed to pay the final balance of the fees to the you know, college. And so I went in the library because there was no Google in those days. There was no phone. There was no internet. And there was a file. And I just opened this file and a list of trusts and funds and bursaries came up. Places that you could apply to ask them to help support you. And I wrote maybe uh, probably less than 10 letters, but handwritten letters. Again, there was no email. And I sent these handwritten letters off across to all these different funds across the country. And Sophie Silver Lining Fund, the founders, Cherry and Stephen, wrote back to me. And with the, the letter that they sent back, they sent me a cheque for a £1,000, which meant that I could pay for that final year's fees Aww. at the Royal Scottish Academy of Music and Drama, complete my master's in um, performance. And um, from that moment on, we just became incredible friends. They'd lost their tragically lost their daughter and she would have been the same age as me now um and they started the fund the charity um from proceeds of a book of poems written by Sophie herself so when they sent me the check they sent me a letter a check and they sent me the book of Sophie's poems and song lyrics and writings it's a beautiful book I don't know if you've ever sat and just read it live but it's so lovely and they sold this book and all of those proceeds went into the charity. People obviously donated money. There's been fundraising. I've done silver balls. We've had Dame Judy Dench. She's the patron. So I've met Dame Judy Dench. I went to Buckingham Palace with them as a trustee because many years after I was funded by them, I kept in touch every year, letting them know what I was doing, sending letters and then emails. And eventually they wanted to meet me and asked me to be on the board of trustees to help to choose people that received um 
this wonderful grant each year to get oh, through their fees. So lovely. that was my way of giving They back. are such lovely, lovely people. And we get on so well, don't we? Yeah. So they came up to see us, which was nice. And, and we're going down for that 25th anniversary party in September, all of us. Yeah. I feel like we've had quite a, like a full summer, really, I think. Massive summer. And then tomorrow you've got skiing lessons oh guys I'm going skiing all day chill factor nine till six yeah I'm going to be like if you ever watch Eddie the Eagle I don't think he's a skier he's like one of them per- jump snow persons <laughs> I don't I don't know so although like we started the summer with passport disaster oh. but when we look at it now on reflection we've actually packed it full and done so much and made up for it haven't we yeah we really have. It's been a fantastic episode, I think. I hope people have enjoyed listening. Because I don't uh, I don't know. I feel like we chat a lot. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, okay. Everyone's got to look out for the next few episodes because there's some very exciting ones. Is there? Ones. Yes. I don't even know, guys. I'm you like, do, I... because we've recorded them already. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't even know. Sarah Harris, Paul Palmer, Louise oh, Rains, yeah. they're all coming up. Yeah. So we will see you again in September. Thank you for being so supportive. If you've enjoyed this episode, can I ask you one thing? Please jot down something that you've took away from this, thought, I must do that. It's triggered your memory to take action on something. And if you are enjoying the School and Podcast, any comments, any sharing, showing people um our podcast on their phone showing people how to access podcasts anything you can do to spread the word we would be so Very grateful great. oh and by the way if you would like to follow the score on tiktok which i actually made my grandma watch the other day and she actually loved it but she did get a shout out in one of the videos so i think that's really why she loved it it's the score run underscore official it's basically the same as our instagram and you can basically just go and see me talk some more <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the School Run Podcast. If this is your first time listening, please go back and maybe listen to a few other episodes that we've previously recorded. There's lots of interesting topics, people's different roles and careers. We're sharing all of these stories to inspire and empower young people. That's our reason why. You don't have to have it all figured out at school. My co-host Liv is my 15-year-old daughter and I just keep telling her that school is just a small chapter of of life and there's so much out there if you just say yes to those opportunities you don't have to have it figured out at school we're privileged to be having these conversations and we're really thankful to our guests for coming on please would you hit the follow button on the podcast channel that you're listening to us on this will really help us to grow and improve the podcast long term It'd be lovely if you could write us a review on the podcast that you listen to us on and maybe give us a star rating. Lots of people have already bought us a virtual coffee so that we can have some chats and plan the content going forward. The link is www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the school run www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the school run. And as Liv has already told you in the middle of this episode, we do have an Instagram, the school run underscore official, and we also have a LinkedIn showcase page. Would you just share this podcast if you've enjoyed it with one other person today? That would really help us. Thank you so much. Don't forget to click that follow button and we'll see you again next Monday at 6am. Music.